Source, News Radio WGNS. Portions of our programming have been pre recorded. The Good Neighbor Network, WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Flagship station for MTSU Sports. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Tech-savvy teens from around the country descended on MTSU recently for the annual Tennessee First Tech Challenge Robotics Competition. By events end, TechNova, a team from Bellevue, Washington, claimed first place and earned the Inspire Award in the competition held in the Alumni Memorial Gym. Competition is supported by MTSU's engineering technology. Look around at this great city of ours. What do you see? I see a multitude of amazing people. Over the next hour, Bill Wilson and Michael Lynn White will talk to some of these amazing people about topics that interest you and give you just what you need to kick off your week with a dang on the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. up Murfreesboro you are listening to the Mr. Murfreesboro show I'm Michael Lynn White along with Mr. Murfreesboro himself Bill Wilson hey everybody we have an exciting guest tonight our friend we're here live in the studio downtown Murfreesboro and if make sure to check out the Mr. Murfreesboro Facebook page or you can call us Bill what number it's uh, 615-893-1450 that's 615-893-1450 and you can also comment, again, on the Mr. Murfreesboro Facebook page. We are going live from there. You can comment. And we are happy to introduce our guest tonight, our friend, Rutherford County Sheriff Mike Fitzhugh. How are you doing? Good. good. Thank you for sharing a 9 o'clock Sunday well, night with us. good to be here. Good. Thank you, Sheriff. Thank yes. You. So, okay, so let's just get right on into it. Running for Sheriff. Here we are again. Here we are again. All right. It's, How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Good. Feeling real good, uh, getting a lot of positive support and uh, a lot of good people uh, supporting us. So at this point in the stage, I'm feeling real good about it. When did when did you start? Was it 2017? I started uh, January 2017. Okay. Uh, we went through an appointment process, uh, the commission, and uh, so I was appointed on January the 12th. I actually took office on January 17th. And uh, the way that works on appointment is you're appointed until the next election. And right. Of course, that uh, came about in 2018 where I ran for election. You were appointed and then turned around and then ran again. And turned around and ran again. Right. Right. That's pretty cool. That was happening right when I moved here. I came here to finish my degree okay. at MTSU okay. in communications and news. And uh, so we were covering all that stuff going on surrounding that, like when you came in. Sure. And so that was kind of that was kind of fun. That's how I started knowing these names of people around town. And so now it's fun working for the city and being able to see how everything works works and fits together. Mm-hmm, sure. mm-hmm. Very interesting. What is people would like to know, what is the role of the sheriff? You have jurisdiction over the whole county, right? That's correct. We've got jurisdiction over the whole county. And, of course, uh, primarily we operate in the county, but also we can in the cities. Uh, but each city has their own police force, and uh, of course, we they operate, and uh, we do serve warrants uh, in the cities. And uh, if we see a violation in the city, we can act on it. Right. But uh, normally, uh, we 
stay out of that and let that leave that to the jurisdictions. Uh, four primary responsibilities of a sheriff is by constitution, and uh, what you do there is uh, we've got the keeper of the jail. Of course, obviously, we've got the jail, and we're responsible for the jail. And, right. And by constitution, a sheriff is what they call the keeper of the jail. Uh, of course, we patrol the county, obviously, on uh, answer calls and so forth. Um, I'm also responsible for security on the courthouse, not the courthouse building, but the security of that courthouse and the judges uh, in their chamber. And then, of course, uh, anybody that takes a warrant out in Rutherford County, uh, the Constitution says that we're a server of warrants, so the warrants do come to us. Right. Uh, and we serve the warrants also. Right. And those can be dangerous from time to time. Time to time, because, uh, I mean, you're, you can be anything from murder all the way down to you know yeah. theft so it, it it depends on what you're doing you know, of course you never know what you don't ever know but you never know what an individual is going to do the most dangerous tell me if i'm wrong domestic is sometimes some of your uh, most dangerous well domestics are dangerous i mean you're walking into a situation uh a deputy is there to take control of the situation and try to defuse the situation um it's not an easy situation where you're walking into somebody's house and taking control uh, and, uh, you know, uh, your house, you don't want somebody coming in trying to tell you what to do. Right. And, uh, so it can get very heated sometimes. Right. Sure. Oh, I'm sure it heated just to say the least. It is like super intense. Well, you don't know what's behind those walls. I mean, you, you kind of know, but you know, there's, you wouldn't be going out there. For, it's not a winning situation. No, it's not a winning situation. And, uh, of course, it's in a lot of instances, it's volatile anyway. Uh, right. People, uh, the, the emotions are heated. Uh, if an assault is taking place, I mean, that's, that's another situation. Uh, the deputy's charged with the responsibility of determining a primary aggressor. Uh, and as it state, the law states, you shall make an arrest. And uh, so uh, it can be a very tense situation. Sure. Well, I want to get into, I have some questions about the jail, but we have a call for the show. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, am I on the air? You yes, are. you're on there. Who is this, and what is your question for the sheriff? Well, I've got a, a couple of questions for him. My name is Tim Guy. I live out here in Walter Hill. Hello, Tim. And, Thanks, Tim. Uh-huh. Got a couple of questions. First is... Uh, and I'm sure a lot of, a lot of the uh, voters will know. You stated that you would not be running for re-election, but you didn't decided that you uh, you were going to go ahead and run. Why would you do that? I did not state I would not run for re-election. And if you'll remember, if you'll go back and look at the appointment process, they asked me, uh, would I run or would I not run? I said I would run at least one more time, but I never made a statement uh, that I would never run for more than that. Okay. All right. Well, that's uh, all right. Well, then the, another one, and, and I know you being the highest ranking constitutional officer that we have in the county, nobody outranks you. Uh, and the candy crush thing is big, and a lot of people have sued the county, and it's you know I know it's going through all the stuff. Uh, you could have told the DA or the Jennings, I'm not going to do that, and but you you, you let him. You know, you did what he told you to do, and you, you went after these people, and now it's backfired. And uh, good question is, you know, why couldn't you just tell DA I'm not going to do it? Well, for one, uh, that's a question I can't really answer at this point. It's still in litigation, and uh, the attorney. Oh, yeah, yeah, I knew that. I knew it was in yeah. litigation. I, what I'm understanding is, 
It's not going to go through anything until after the election. Uh, we'll find out what happens then. So um, that was, of course, I, I actually have somebody that was one of the stores that got hit, and he, he lost a lot of money. Um, another one is, how come the SROs are having to give up their cars now? You're telling me something I'm not aware of. They've got their cars. We're not. They're not giving up their they're cars. Not, the SROs are not having to give up the cars, so there's no backup vehicles. No. Uh, if we get in a situation where our cars are out, then obviously we've got to patrol. Uh, if if uh, right, we need yeah. to pull a car for patrol purposes, we'll do that. But the SROs okay. are not being asked to give up their cars forever. Okay, because I understood some SROs were having to drive their personal vehicles to the schools. Well, they may be, but the only situation that would run... I had six cars this year that were impacted on the interstate where they were working accidents. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. There's, there's a bunch of that going on. Yeah, uh, and each one, of them, each one of them was a drunk driver ran in and actually totaled six of our cars this year. Right. Oh my God. The, don't have any back, we don't have any backup vehicles sitting right now waiting, do we? Well, the 30 cars that we had ordered over a year ago has just now come into service. So they got, just, okay, the, the okay. factory shut right. down okay. and we got hit with COVID like that did. The other part what is your got plan? In, you, you won't let me speak? Right, let the yeah, sheriff yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah. All right. The, yes, other, sir, I'm sorry. the other problem that we got into is once the cars got in, then the equipment for those cars was back ordered. So, okay. Well, that makes sense. Okay. So the actual, we ran into the same problem that everybody else had. COVID has impacted us just like it has everybody else. Yeah. Um, it was rough on everybody. It is. And, of course, yeah. we're a yeah. user of products, and those products are backlogged. The actual, on the making of police cars, the factory shut down. And right. then now, instead of uh, making the police cars like they used to, they've opened a window. You've got to get in okay. line, and if you don't get your name in there online, or they can have a cutoff, then you're not going to get your cars this year. So, All right, well, that makes sense. What so, about uh, what's your plans to get your uh, employees? We know they need it. More, more money, more raises for them. Well, we have asked ever since 2017 in office. Uh, if, you'll, if you'll notice, you go back uh, one year, we got uh, about almost 12%, 13%. Last year, we got 545 a uh, mm -hmm. little bit less the other two years. Uh, one of the things that we've been, since I've been in office, that we've asked the county is that we want a public safety pay plan. And uh, they are looking at that now. Uh, there is a pay plan study being made. But a lot of people don't realize uh, in the county, I do not control raises and I do not control positions. I ask for them, but the county is the one that controls the budget. Uh, who, who could, yeah. I'm sorry, you say who controlled the budget? The county. I have to go to the county. And this, okay. this is by Constitution. The way they set that up is the, if, if you want to look at it, I'm an elected official. I right. don't report to anybody in the county. But on the other side of that, they put in place that the each elected position is, I'm not a fee office, so I don't collect fees. So, okay. uh, yeah, so we right. don't, you know, we don't support ourselves that way. So the way they put it in is the Constitution is, is that I have got to go to the county commission. And, and ask for a budget, and they're the ones that approve it. So all my money comes from the county, which ultimately, of course, well, obviously comes from taxpayer. Right. Yeah, that's true. Um, what about the, and, and this was all over the news and stuff, that, that uh, camper that was parked at the SO hooked up to the power, the electric, and all that, is there, what was that why was that left there? The gentleman came in. We picked up a, uh individual who came in over our uh, – detention facility uh he's from shelby county he brought his camper down and parked it on the uh, premises for about a week 
um, and then had to go back to Memphis because his work was not done there. He came back. Oh, okay. uh, he came back, and uh, the camper was actually on our uh, premises for about two weeks. Um, he was had a place in uh, I'm going to say Manchester uh, where he was going to park this camper. Uh, Amazon okay. Amazon did they had something where a lot of people came in, and the spot that he had allocated did not come open. Uh, so, so he stayed there three days. He was working three different shifts, trying to become accustomed to the people. So for three nights, he stayed in it, uh, on the fourth or fifth, I think it was the fourth night, uh, the day he found, uh, of course we had everybody looking and we found a place for him, uh, to take that camper and park it. So, uh, it was a matter of convenience. Uh, he got caught in a situation where when he came over here, uh, he didn't have any place to go. So. Did he reimburse the county for the expense of it being hooked up to the No, it was, it was uh, with my permission. All right. Well, Sheriff, thank you so much, Tim. Thanks, we Tim are, for, thank you for calling in. we got lots more to get to, but we appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you. Okay. okay. A couple more minutes before we're going to take our first break. But so. It's not always being easy, being the sheriff. It's. I, think it I thought be. it was real easy. I mean, <laughs> you don't have a lot no, to take care hard. of, do you? Uh, a lot of money. Think it's easy. <laughs> I mean, a lot of things that do happen, people don't realize that you don't have control over. Well, the like it's, you know, being an elected official, a lot of people think that I and I've had people you know tell me, "Well, go tell the judge this or tell the judge that." I don't tell the judge anything. Right? They don't report to me. Right. Uh, and I, uh, you know, I'm, I work at the mercy of, of a lot of people, and uh, the judges issue orders and we follow them. Right. Um, I've had people will go tell the mayor this, tell the mayor. The mayor and I are both elected officials, and we're on even ground. Uh, and then, of course, I work through the commission. Uh, we've got to go through a public safety committee, we go through a budget committee, mm-hmm. uh, we go through a full commission. If we purchase anything, we go to purchasing committee. So I have to work with all the committees. There's 21 commissioners. And uh, so my money, as I said, it comes through the commission. The commission is elected by the same people elect me. Right. And so we all work for the people. And, of course, they have to constantly, because they're balancing a budget for the entire county, not just me. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, so there's a lot of demands uh, for that money. And, of course, uh, the school system and so forth. Uh, public, nobody likes to hear I'm going to raise taxes. Uh, no. Yeah, nobody likes to hear that. But on the other side of that, they have to balance the needs of trying to furnish the services to the county and right. to, to uh, the people that we serve based on the fact of what are they willing to pay for. So that's a constant struggle. Mm-hmm. And uh, one interesting fact that people don't know, uh, they're looking, and of course we're constantly looking at the future. In 2045, they're estimating the Rutherford County population to be 541,000. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's how fast we're growing. 76 people are moving to this area every day. Every single day. Every day. Yes. Yeah. I just thought you could snap your finger and things happen. That's well, what I always thought. Uh, like Bewitched. Remember, you wiggle your nose. And I it, would love to do Samantha. that. Samantha. <laughs> doesn't work that way. But uh, the sheriff, uh, a lot of the things we do, I mean, it's administrative in nature, and we deal with a lot of different things that uh, – trying to keep the function of it uh we we're averaging about 685 inmates a day mm-hmm. uh, in our booking area we've got about a thousand something a month going in and out uh, so that's almost two thousand people 
so we are a busy place. We've got 582 employees. Wow. Uh, so we are a big operation. We're not small like people think we are. Right. It is. It's honestly amazing. And we'll get into that after the break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parts Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040 or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DJ Ruthie Awards, and she's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile and personally taking care of her customers. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203 here in Murfreesboro. Reach her by phone, 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Grumps and Bonzo's Rolling Kitchen, a full-service kitchen specializing in wedding catering, parties, and church events. You can call them at 615-427-3972. Catch them online or view their schedule at grumpsandbonzos.com or search for Grumps and Bonzo's Rolling Kitchen on Facebook. That's 615-427-3972, grumpsandbonzos.com or Grumps and Bonzo's Rolling Kitchen on Facebook. Looking for something new to do here in Murfreesboro? Well, I have something for you. Head on over to Tennessee Golf Station, located at 1276 Northwest Broad Street here in Murfreesboro. They have over 80 golf courses from around the world. They have a multi-sport featuring baseball, golf, hockey, soccer, and bowling, as well as many others. You can have up to six players per bay. Rent the bay per hour. Book online today at tngolfstation.com. Welcome back to the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. I'm Michael Lynn White, along with Bill Wilson, and our guest tonight, Rutherford County Sheriff Mike Fitzhugh. And before the break, if you're just now joining us, we were talking about the jail, and I believe we have a question on here about being short-staffed, but let's just talk about that. It's super interesting to me, and there are several things that have been, you know, kind of in the news lately, so tell us what's going on there. Okay. Well, uh, to say short-staffed, yes, we are. Uh, We have had a... uh, time and retention um we've got a lot of young deputies uh in the jail that uh they stay with us for a while and then move on um recruitment uh, is something that we're continually doing uh the new chief that came in from uh, shelby county uh has brought some new ideas and fresh ideas on recruitment to us and uh so they are going out in the community uh to the colleges and whatnot and uh recruiting and recruiting mm-hmm. 
And uh, one of the biggest problems, and I'm going to say this right on the front end, uh, is pay. Uh, okay. You know, it's it's not the highest paying job in the world, and that's one of the three reasons why we have continually been working with commission trying to get our pay up. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, we've got a pay study going on now. Uh, TDOC, Department of Trans- uh, Department of uh, Corrections, uh, has increased their salaries. And, of course, we were getting applicants from them, but when they increased their salaries, then that shut that avenue down to us. Okay. Um, what we've got, we have a meeting about quarterly with the other sheriffs in the state. We come together, and uh, we're not alone in this. Uh, the same problems that we've got, every sheriff in this county has, or in the state has got. Okay. Right. Um, you know, we bring people in. Of course, one of the things that hurts us is, uh, you know, you train people, and it's expensive to train. And then when you lose that person when they go out to another industry. Um, I'm not losing people so much to other agencies as I am losing them to outside employment because outside employment is paying more than what we're paying. Do you think that there will be a change in that soon? I'm very hopeful. Uh, the commissioners uh, are looking at it very earnestly, and uh, they have commissioned uh, a pay study uh, that is being done right now. I think uh, last I'd heard, the results are supposed to be in in April. Uh, of course, we're in our budget process right now, mm-hmm. and one of the things we're, we're waiting on is that pay study so we'll kind of know where our uh, salaries are going to fall. Mm-hmm. So um, i got a question for there. you. What mm-hmm. about – do you think – I kind of compare this to the Nissan Stadium. They're talking about tearing down where the Titans play. Yes. They need a bigger, better, a billion-dollar mm-hmm. stadium. Of course, it's only 20 years old, something like that. Right. Do you think – do we need a new jail? That Some people have been talking about that. We need to tear down the jail or add on to it uh, or build a brand-new one. No, What's we don't thoughts? need to tear down what we've got. Right. <clears throat> and one of the things that when I took office, uh, the jail was in disrepair. Uh, we had leaking uh, in the ceilings and whatnot. Uh, so one of the things that we've done is we've tried to improve our facility. We've got to make it last. Uh, to build a new jail now, I, gosh, I'd hate to even think what it's cost. On the other side of that, what we're looking at is the feasibility of being able to add to what we've got. Uh, we can't go up, even though they have said we could, but because of the tower and the way it's built, we can't go up now, so we're going to have to go out. Right. One of the other problems we've got is most of the land that we've got behind us is in the floodplain. So, yeah. so it's either going to have to be built up or we can't build in it. Uh, so we're looking at the feasibility. I have uh, commissioned uh, through Tennessee Corrections Institute uh, is a uh, study on need. Yeah. Uh, we have gotten that in, and we are honestly looking at that. Because if, if we started today, it's going to be a five-year project. And so we've already started the work on on looking at the feasibility of right. what we need. The next thing would be would be talking with the commission, uh, getting architectural studies on how could we feasibly uh, expand, expand on what we've got. You could put buoys out there because your first jails were on ships. Well, you that's remember true. that Fort Oglethorpe, yeah, Georgia, and Florida that. were really places where they sent prisoners. Yeah. They sent them out to the ocean. Where are they going to yeah. go? They're going to jump off. I'm sure there's a federal law so, now against that. So. Yeah, Great probably. idea, though. Great idea. Let's just ship them put, on out. Put them out in the ocean. Oh, my goodness. Well, that is a big. Okay. You know, something I was just thinking about, Bill. Do you ever see the Dear Murfreesboro Instagram account? Do you know what we're talking about? No, I do not. Oh, man. We, uh-uh. It's so funny. I, we've had the people that we run it. We don't know who they are. We know yep. that, uh, what's their name? Sarah Cannon and 
I can't remember. Not Sarah Cannon. That's. <laughs> oh my gosh. Net. Anyway, they've anyway, been, they've been dear, up here. Dear Murfreesboro, it's an Instagram account, and if you don't know about it, y'all need to go to it because it's hilarious. It's all about Murfreesboro, and the guys behind it they poke fun at. Um, the everybody. sheriff, the mayor, everybody. Me. But they love, and Bill, but the guys and girls behind that do love Murfreesboro. Um, but anyway, they talk, they post memes often about the jail. And one of them was like, three places to spend the night in Murfreesboro. It was like the motel, some other place, and then and 940. The 940. Anyway, that made me laugh so hard. I'm just, just happy I don't have to spend the night there. Stay. You don't well, want to be there. We leave the light on for <laughs> Yes, you do. <laughs> and if you get out there and act crazy, they'll take you right on. <laughs> How many employees are there now? Like six, five or six hundred, maybe. We've got five hundred eighty-two employees. Wow! So uh, and now uh, part of that is uh, part-time. Uh, there's four hundred and ninety-seven, four ninety-seven full-time. The rest of them are part-time. So as the city is growing, like we were talking about, and the projected population, and you're coming in running, and it's doing nothing but Rutherford County continues to get bigger. Right? Does that scare you? And like, what are you hoping? to bring well i think what we need to do is is honestly take a hard look at growth i mean it's a reality it's here and we can't stop it right uh why are they coming here well look at what we've done with rutherford county and murfreesboro i mean we have improved our facilities we have improved our our county we've improved our city uh and it brings people Mm -hmm. yeah uh so with that we have got to be smart enough and plan far enough ahead. And this is one of the things that we talk with commission about and the commissioners are wrestling with, is with the f- speed of growth and uh, the building in the, in the county and the building in the community, uh, how do you keep up with that, fund it? Um, and here again, I keep talking about what is a taxpayer willing to pay? Mm-hmm. Um, with growth comes an increase in services. An increase in services uh, obviously is expensive. Uh, if I hire a new deputy today, not counting the car, the first year cost to me is $67,000. Wow. To put that deputy uh, in training, get them out of training, clothe them, uh, weapons, and so forth. Uh, on top of that, then you've got about another $46,000, $47,000 for a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, coupled with the equipment that goes with that. So it's a very expensive proposition to put a deputy on the road. Mm-hmm. Uh, in addition to that, of course, they're sent to Nashville uh, through state training. Uh, right. Then they come back to us, and we go through training with us. So it's about 26 weeks before I get a deputy on the road after they're hired. Mm-hmm. But that's an expense uh, to train them. And, and to lose somebody with that, then, uh, I mean, it, it hurts. Who, I got a question. I don't mean to interrupt, but who gets to – I'd like to be the person who gets to pick the cars. Who gets to decide if it's a Ford, a, a, a Dodge? Why can't it be a Porsche or could it be a uh, – Because you, <laughs> you buy a police package. And, uh, 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 a Dodge Hellcat or your yeah. – you, I know you get a break on uh, the amount and all that, but – what who gets to choose the brand well we is it do, the sheriff we do in terms of, of course what you do is you're looking at cost and uh the you take the cost of the vehicles that are available to you dodge of course obviously they make a police vehicle right they make a both of the sedan and a, and a suv uh ford makes a police vehicle right and one of the things you've got to look at uh is the cost of ford sure. versus dodge or whoever's making the police vehicle right. Uh, and then you make a decision based on cost. Uh, 
I mean, that that's the thing that is key in everything we do. You've always got to do it with the cost in mind of what it's going to cost to do business. Yeah. Who's got the coolest sheriff's cars in Tennessee, you think? Well, oh, I think we do. I've really? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. There was a study. One time they had, like, Mustang GTs. I mean, across the country. Across I've the seen country. Them, and, uh, you name it. Oh, I've, I've, I have seen that, too. And, uh, of course, for our purposes on day-to-day patrol and everything, we've gone mostly to SUVs. Uh, we do get some sedans for people that uh, uh, you just won't fit uh, in that type. But uh, so we we take a mesh between the two. Uh, detective cars when we we get all cars sedans. Yeah. Is it? Let me ask you this. I went to the Citizens Academy. If y'all have never done that, go go to the Rutherford County Sheriff's Department. Go through the Citizens Academy. I've also been to the Murfreesboro Police with your son-in-law Cannon. Had a great time, but. Is it true that between exit 81 or 78 and exit 97, is that where most of the drugs are coming in and out? I guess in the United States, they say there's more people who are pulled over or are arrested we do dealing get, drugs in that corridor. We do get drugs off the interstate, but drugs are coming in the community in other ways. Sure. And... Uh, you know, they talk about interdiction. We don't do interdiction. Well, our narcotics people do interdiction every day. Interdiction is not sitting on the interstate. Interdiction is pushing yourself between them and the drugs. And you, so we're doing that with other means. And an example of that, in 2020, we took $1.4 million of drug value off the streets. Last year, $16 million. Wow. wow. So, Good uh, we have a very active narcotics unit. Uh, they're very engaged. Uh, they work with the uh, Department of uh, Drug Administration, DEA. Right. Uh, they work very closely with the uh, police agencies uh, in our county. Right. Uh, they work very closely with police agencies in, in uh, other counties. Right. And uh, I think the, I, I hold them up to anybody. They're, they're very successful at what they do. And like I said, uh, they say we don't interdict. Well, we interdict every day. We wouldn't be getting those kind of drugs off the road. So. When are we going to get a helicopter? I think that's the next thing. What do you think? <laughs> I know you all use the Years. state trooper or metro. We, uh, we That's available one. to us. And, uh, of course, obviously the expense. The expense sometimes is not so much the helicopter. It's maintaining mm-hmm. yeah, and the maintenance, maintenance of the helicopter. Uh, we have availability of helicopter through Williamson County. We have availability through Tennessee Highway Patrol. Right. And uh, we have on occasions, uh, in rare occasions, we have had Metro. So, uh, you know, we've got the, and we all we have to do is call, okay. and, and they come. So uh, it's here in our own backyard. Right. Helicopters build. You want to ask when they're getting like a skidoos or <laughs> yacht or something like. Well, they do. But believe it or not, we do patrol. I like to say we, because I'm a, a part of the cat. Part of you're part of. The uh, I've been with them. They've. They do. Have, I think y'all do have a boat. If you're out in Percy Priest Lake, or is that going to be the wild left wildlife uh, we management? Have, uh, we've not. We've done away with the boat. Uh, and uh, TWRA. Yeah, TWRA has a boat, and they call on them. And then, of course, also our emergency management system. Chris Clark. Chris Clark, and and then also the emergency management have boats. So we call on them. Smyrna Rescue, I think, still has. I mean, not Smyrna, but uh, Laverne still has a boat. They do. And uh, so we call on the agencies, and they always have been super in responding. And uh, we don't ever have any problem getting people out 
for, for something right. like that. That's cool. Yeah, like Murfreesboro Fire Rescue, they do their water rescues and they're training on their boats and mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. Pretty cool. You need to do that, Bill. Go out and see if they'll take you on a water rescue. You know how I learned how to swim is my cousins took me. <laughs> oh, gosh. And off Manchester Highway, my aunt and uncle's house, they had a huge pool and they just threw me in the, in yeah. the deep end, just look and laugh. <laughs> I still see a therapist. Well, it's called sink or swim. Yeah, that's it right. Is. Survival. <laughs> Survival. Oh my, gosh. Uh, oh, my goodness. Okay, so why don't you tell us what made you want to get in law enforcement? Uh, good question. I uh, have a management background through a corporation. Um, I worked with the Rutherford County Rescue Squad for about 10 years. And we worked at that time very closely with uh, the sheriff's office, uh, police department, and Tennessee Highway Patrol, and, and got an interest uh, in it through that through that uh, avenue. And um, uh, took early retirement, and then uh, I sold real estate for a couple of years. Okay. And uh, found out I was going to starve to death if I kept that up. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, in 1994, I got on with the uh, Ruth County Sheriff's Office and uh, started it then. Okay. And uh, have enjoyed it ever since. So uh, you just moved up. You started as a deputy and then... I started as a deputy. Uh, then, uh, of course, at the time, there was a field training officer and became that. And then uh, sergeant, uh, lieutenant, and then a captain. Um, I took uh, retirement from the sheriff's office in March of 2013. And then when uh, the commission uh, threw open for the interviews for a new sheriff, then uh, my wife and I, we talked quite a bit and uh, i decided that i felt like i had something i could offer and uh, so i applied mm-hmm. and, and was interviewed awesome and tell us who your father was he was a <laughs> dad uh, steve Fitzhugh. <clears throat> uh i guess his claim to fame is uh, smyrna rough county airport <clears throat> he retired from the actually in 1970s uh, when the airport uh, was under the of the United States Air Force. Seward, yeah. Seward Air Force Base. Uh, he was the last officer on the base and actually closed the base uh, for the Shut Air it Force. down. Shut it down. Uh, the interesting thing about that, uh, it was on a, uh, an end of the week, and on Monday morning, uh, of course, he retired. And then on the next week, he went to work for Metropolitan Airport Nashville, who took over uh, that Seward Air Force Base. And he ran the airport for them and then eventually went into the uh, Nashville airport as their director of operations uh, and then served a short time as their director uh, and then retired from there when uh, Metro gave the airport up back to Smyrna, Rutherford County. Then uh, he retired from there and then came executive executive director of the airport. And Smyrna, okay, we'll learn something new. Every day. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, uh, miss him. Miss him every day. Yeah, I know you do. Yes. So, he was obviously into, you didn't want to follow in the aviation footsteps. No, it's funny. <laughs> he flew all his life, loved it to death. I've been up a few times, but I just it's just something I never took up. Uh, yeah. I just uh, really wasn't my forte. So. Do you have other hobbies? Let's get to know the oh, sheriff. Well, you, Tell us some you, of your other hobbies. Golf? Obviously, fishing. fishing. Uh, I tried golf. <laughs> and... Uh, my dad, I went out with him, and he humiliated me so bad I gave it up. So, so he was a good golfer? <laughs> he was a good golfer. He sounds a smart guy. All his is pilots. Is that true? You, good at golf? you don't like puppy dogs. Is that true? Oh, I love puppy dogs. <laughs> Where did that come from? That's one of those Ed Raymer. Ed, Ed Raymer. Yeah. Uh, oh. But you, uh, 
Yeah, do you play any cards or anything? You like rook? Did you? What, what did you? I what, used to be a mean rook player. Or tonk? But, uh, you ever played tonk? No, I hadn't. Played That's actually tonk. a jailhouse game. No. Don't tell me how I know yeah, that. Yeah, I've I just know, heard. I'm not even going to go there. How do you know rook? I don't even know if I rook know what that is. is. Oh, great game! Great game. <laughs> well, there's two ways you can win: is the rooker. Mm-hmm. Or the red one. You know, the the red rooker's one. got the bird. The bird. Yeah, okay, well, Bill, we'll have to have a discussion about rook. <laughs> the uh, mayor of... I learned how to play rook from W.H. Westbrooks and Allie Clark, who was the mayor of Murfreesboro back in the 70s. 70s yeah. They were good friends with my grandparents, both sets. And Dave and I were little kids, and they would... Sometimes they'd need two people to to play Blue, we, yeah. they taught us how to play we I learned how to play rook at about the age of six or seven bill's gambling at six or seven yeah, that, <laughs> rook can be an interesting it's game it's fun it oh is a lot of fun can, okay it can get intense too so. it can shoot the moon yeah shoot the moon I like this we're learning something new the sheriff likes rook and so you know what else we can talk about we all like to talk about uh food ask our guests if they like toots Cajun catfish love it <laughs> Dalton, our producer Dalton, who's not with us anymore, he's got a job at New Vision. We're happy for him. Anyway, he's the one that brought that up, and I had never had it before. Oh, so next time we went, I got it. It's delicious. Well, I, tell you what, I, I like all their baskets. The oyster basket, shrimp basket, the fish basket—it's it's all good. It's really good, <laughs> isn't it? it oh is. my goodness! All good. the guys that I talk to—they know the days. They're like, "Well, Friday's Burger Day. Well, well Tuesday's sure Wings Day." Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to give a shout to, to Mayor Ketchum because he I had. Somebody had mentioned to me with what's going on at the Ukraine, and you know, pray for the people over there, and hope that doesn't hope it doesn't go past that. Um, somebody had mentioned, why don't we light the courthouse up with the blue and yet the flag of the Ukraine? Mm-hmm. And I just noticed that it's up, and I wanted to thank the mayor for getting that done. So if you're driving around the square, I don't know if he's going to do it just for tonight or the week, but uh, in honor or in in memory, or not memory, but in in support and support, support. Of, yeah. that is the word oh, i'm yeah. looking for support of the people of ukraine that the courthouse is left solidarity i guess is what you say doesn't matter if you're a democrat republican it's a it's a human thing mm-hmm. you know Absolutely. what i mean that's so. pretty cool that's that all my putting... politics for tonight other Thank than you, you're Bill. running for sheriff right, i'm here i'm with you <laughs> oh my gosh oh yes that's good uh the courthouse just won main street murfreesboro the organization, my friend Sarah Callender's the director, but they just won their downtown design award. Downtown awards. design award, yes. One mm-hmm. of them went to the courthouse for all the awesome work they did, and the museum in there. I haven't even they been in there. They just opened to see that up, like in the last six months. It's I been, guess. La- it's been, uh, yes. And if you've not been, I strongly suggest that uh, you see that. It, it's it's uh, very history interesting. History of Rutherford County. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's our history, cool. and uh, it's it's a very well done display. And anyone can just walk in there and check it out, yeah. right? Yeah, it's there. Yep. Uh, you have to buy a Coke. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there used to be a Mr. Uh, you remember Mr. Weathery Aubrey. 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 Uh, he was a the, blind gentleman, blind gentleman yes. and he had a uh, snack shop. Mm-hmm. And while Dad and everybody in the county commissioners were upstairs doing their uh, budget, budget or whatever, commission Dave and I were running through the courthouse, mm-hmm. and the security guards would come say, yeah. the Wilson boys are out again. Oh, but we, we would go up to Mr. Weatherly and get a Snickers, a Coke, and he knew exactly the change. If you gave him a, a dollar, he knew exactly what to give. I was like, how does he do that? Because we're, we're trying to rip them off. So Probably we're trying the to do. most phenomenal. Well, David was. I was. Yeah, yeah, great he, guy. Great guy. Really was a great guy. Yeah. Who's this person? Aubrey oh, he owned this. Weather- no, he he was, I've got pictures of him on Mr. Murfreesboro. He when you go in on the side there went on uh, West Main, when you go in, go to the left, he had a glass case. Mm-hmm. Candy bars, okay. 
Just snacks. Snacks. Okay. So, uh-huh. so just and he sat there and he sold. I mean, and the gentleman, he was blind, but he knew exactly who you were. He knew people's voices. He knew the change. <laughs> I, I just still couldn't get over the fact he knew how to. I, I just, you give me a $5 bill and you was $5. He knew really? he was a dollar. I don't know That's how he did cool. it. That's cool. I don't yeah. know how. I really do. But he was Y'all one kids the town. in there being heathens trying to rip this man off. He was a, one of the it. town characters. Do you remember Gladys DeMint? I do remember Gladys, yes. Gladys DeMint. Some people called her the bag lady, but she came from a very, the DeMint family out of Las Casas. Yes. Yeah. She was from a real, mm-hmm. uh, and she was all up on politics. She, she knew all about. Probably knew more about what was going on than any of us. And, really did. And yeah. there, uh, I've got a picture. Well, I don't have a picture. My mother got my dad a picture when, of her with her bag and it's it's glass to men. Mm-hmm. And of course, if you're from Murfreesboro, you'll know who we're talking about. But she, she's another town character. Another was Birch Bryant. Yes, I worked with him at Red Foods Red when it Foods, first opened. Think, yeah, yeah. Bir- Birch Bryant. Uh, you'd see him around the square. Just a real nice guy. Yeah. I wish he had been sheriff when you were young, Bill, so he could tell us some real good stories. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm just glad I don't have that mobile app. I'm afraid Bill <laughs> as much on me as I know on him. So. <laughs> oh, the plot thickens. Okay, I like it. <laughs> what do you think about this, the way the growth? You know, we talked about it earlier. I don't think anybody ever, like in the 80s, look at Mount Trashmore out here at Walter. Nobody sure. I'd had the idea that it was we're going to have as many people, which means more tra- more everything. It's more everything. No, I don't think back, and I know, I know when I was at Central and whatnot, and, and look at Rutherford County and Murfreesboro then versus what we are now, and I don't think any of us even there are growing up here or uh, through the even imagined what we're seeing now. Um, it, it, it seems like it was overnight, although I know it wasn't, but it seemed like it just overnight we exploded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's what's so hard about it is, of course, our infrastructure. Uh, we haven't been able to keep up there. Uh, and then, of course, as you know, you go across town now. Uh, it takes forever. Yeah. And um, they're trying to build, but, I mean, gosh, we're so far behind now because it went so fast. Right. And uh, it's just hard to catch up. Mm-hmm. And it really is. So in some instances, I don't know, we, we may not. I mean, right. it just it's it's, it's creating an interesting dilemma for all of our uh, elected officials but it's also a good problem to have growth yep. being progressive it could be not, not knocking detroit or anything but you could be a a, a town where you don't have anything going we there's something going on all the time maybe we'll wake up one day and it's gonna be like the jetsons well i think uh <laughs> you know we look and of course i know when smyrna uh when seward air force closed i mean they thought it was going to be the death of Smyrna and everything else, but you look at what they've done, mm-hmm. and uh, it's phenomenal. Right. Uh, in the growth in Smyrna, Laverne, uh, and down through that part of the county, uh, I think they've done a, a marvelous job in, in what they've done because they took something that uh, was very negative as right. far as that closing, and then what they've done with it since then. Uh, I think we've got one of the finest airports down there that uh, is around. It is. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. It is really nice. Can I mention one of our comments real quick? Cannon Lowry says he loves Mr. Aubrey. He had this cool watch that I would speak the time that would speak the time. He says I used to hang out with him at his snack stand. My dad would give him a ride in the morning when he was taking me to school at campus school. That's cute. It's fun to hear those memories from y'all. Since I'm not from here, obviously, yeah. so I learn a lot and get to hear about from Mississippi things yeah. and places. There's been a lot here, and uh, it's it's 
a good community. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. I think we're blessed uh, with our leadership uh, in, in all walks of life, our church leadership, our leadership in both city and county. Uh, I think they're progressive. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, like all of us, we're caught up in the growth and trying to figure out, you know, how do we handle it. But uh, uh, I think we're very fortunate to be where we are. That we really are because we don't have some of the problems that we see in some of the other cities. Mm-hmm. So, what's the main thing you're going to focus on if you get reelected, or one thing that you want to continue? Well, one of the things we've done is, is uh, of course, obviously, uh, I've started a, a study on the growth of the jail itself, and that that's going to be something that's going to be very big. Uh, that we we're going to have to face it. Uh, the population growth and uh, what we're seeing right now. I suspect if we had a true census, I suspect we probably have passed Chattanooga. Yeah, Uh, I think Mm -hmm. think we already have, uh, and it's going to continue growing. Unfortunately, you get the good that comes with growth, but unfortunately, you get a bad that comes with it, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we're going to have to be in a position to handle that. Um, If somebody commits a crime and it it rises to the level where they have to be incarcerated, then, then there has to be a place for them. And uh, I don't think any of us like to think about cost of growth and the things we're going to have to build, but that's a very real situation, and that's why we've already started the studies uh, to get involved in that. Uh, I think that's going to be one of the real big uh, items that uh, the sheriff will have to deal with uh, in these next four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's very real. Uh, one of the other thing, of course, obviously, uh, is pay for our county employees is uh, to keep and secure the good employees and to be able to keep them. We're going to have to pay them what they're worth. And uh, that, that's a real dilemma that we've got, but we, we are going to have to address that situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're addressing it now, but it doesn't go away. It's going to be something every year that we're going to continue addressing. Uh, we talk about being one to be the gold standard. And so in terms of that, then you're going to have to pay to have that gold standard. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that, that's another big real problem that I think the sheriff is going to have to deal with. It's going to be continuing. It's not going to go away. Um, people around us are going to continue raising their salaries. Uh, you're never going to be on top and stay there very long because somebody else is going to come along and raise theirs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got that. The facility that we've got, uh, 1987 was the first time the, the first side was built. Uh, obviously, we're in, it's ages about two and a half years per year on, a, on jail. Wow. Because hmm. uh, we're 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It never closes. There's constant movement. Like I said, there's a thousand in, about a thousand out a month. Uh, that's a lot of movement, and that all goes through one area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're going to have to do that. Uh, but we're going to have to work on on getting our monies up, uh, continue hiring, and trying to get the good people in here, and then being able to retain them. Right. And, and that's one thing. But we've got good employees. Uh, Thank God for them, but uh, I think we have got to recognize that we have got to pay these people. Mm-hmm. So. Those are some big wonder, time things. It's yeah. a lot going on. Do you know what the average is? Like an inmate comes in, are they typically there six months, three years? Is there no, any idea? No, because it's it's all over the place. It depends on sentencing. Uh, so is it still a holding place for people to go to the state? penitentiary we or do. other penitentiaries we do we prior to covid we were averaging about 250 state inmates uh a month is about what we averaged 250 to 252 
COVID came along and then the uh, Supreme Court uh, ordered that uh, misdemeanors that uh, nonviolent be released. Yeah, uh, get them out of here. Because we got to get them out of here because of COVID. Uh, When we did that, uh, then, of course, the state did the same thing. The state has grants and whatnot that they've got to maintain a certain level. So as they released their misdemeanor-type charges and and the low level, uh, then they started pulling the inmates that we had, us and other uh, facilities. So we're down to about 62 now versus the 252 that we were averaging. Um, I think eventually it'll probably go back, but I think it's going to take a while. Uh, Are we we fixed? Thank thank you, Sheriff. We're going to go ahead and take our last break. And we're here with Sheriff Mike Fitzhugh. We'll be back in just a minute. Looking for something new to do here in Murfreesboro? Well, I have something for you. Head on over to Tennessee Golf Station, located at 1276 Northwest Broad Street here in Murfreesboro. They have over 80 golf courses from around the world. They have a multi-sport featuring baseball, golf, hockey, soccer, and bowling, as well as many others. You can have up to six players per bay. Rent the bay per hour. Book online today at tngolfstation.com. Grumps and Bonzo's Rolling Kitchen, a full-service kitchen specializing in wedding catering, parties, and church events. You can call them at 615-427-3972. Catch them online or view their schedule at grumpsandbonzos.com or search for Grumps and Bonzo's Rolling Kitchen on Facebook. That's 615-427-3972, grumpsandbonzos.com or Grumps and Bonzo's Rolling Kitchen on Facebook. Rhonda McCrary has been in the mortgage business for 29 years. She was voted as a favorite mortgage loan officer in the 2018 and 2019 DJ Ruthie Awards, and she's a proud member of the Middle Tennessee State University 1989 graduating class. She specializes in all types of mortgage products and takes pride in going the extra mile and personally taking care of her customers. You can visit her at 1639 Medical Center Parkway, Suite 203 here in Murfreesboro. Reach her by phone, 615-419-9193, or even apply online at loansbyrhonda.com. Curve them, crack them, or bend them. We can mend them. Come by Wheelworks, located 516 South Church Street. For a free estimate, we also sell performance and passenger tires, as well as aftermarket and factory wheels. We also install lift kits, and we've been sponsoring and serving this community for 15 years. Come see us at Wheelworks at 516 South Church Street, or give us a call at 615-849-3848. Hey, it's Bill. Did you know I also sell for Parks Real Estate? Meredith Thomas and I make up the Thomas Wilson team. We have over 25 years of real estate experience and have helped nearly 1,000 families buy and sell real estate here in Murfreesboro, Rutherford County, and Middle Tennessee. Why not choose us to help you and your family with all your real estate needs? Give us a call at 615-406-5872 or 615-896-4040. Or you can follow me at Mr. Murfreesboro on Facebook or Instagram. We are back. We are getting towards the end of our show, the Mr. Murfreesboro Show. I'm Michael Lynn White with Bill Wilson and our guest, Rutherford County Sheriff Mike Fitzhugh. Mike, thank you so much for, again, for being here with us tonight at 9 o'clock on a Sunday night. Well, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you very much. Yes. 
thank all of our sponsors too because yeah. we can't do it without them we can't and without right. y'all always listening and we appreciate all the support that we've gotten for the show so we thank y'all our sponsors and our listeners and viewers and viewers and our commenters we love it so what is something you want to tell the viewers listeners the people who are going to be voting is it may the may 3rd may is 3rd. the actual primary uh early voting starts uh, april 13th and uh so we got a window there and then uh, it shuts down then on may 3rd is the actual uh election day right are y'all doing any debating like the league of women voters are they uh, doing any of that do you know league of women voters normally in the general election uh is when they hold their sessions uh i do know that uh, the three republican candidates uh, go before the gop uh, in march uh it's not actually so much as a debate as each one presents themselves and then the other one comes in and so forth right uh so i guess you present your platform present uh, your position um and then uh so that that's of course we go you know all the functions that uh, are available then of course we all go to that right the parties the parties and whatnot so i mean it's it's a it's a grueling process that Mm -hmm. uh, all of us go through and uh, so we we kind of keep bumping into each other seeing each other on campaign trail quite a bit but uh, I think as far as what I will say, there's a lot of things that we uh, have accomplished at the sheriff's office in the last, uh, actually since 17, since I've been in. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, improved our facility. Uh, we are in the process of securing our facility for the first time ever. Um, we have people that wander all over the premises, so now we are going to actually secure it with fencing. And, I've noticed that. And gates. The fencing is in, and then we uh, the control mechanisms for the gates, we got caught up in COVID again, and uh, that, that gall got back ordered. And uh, so we're waiting on that. I, uh, from last I understood, uh, in the next week and a half to two weeks, that should be in. Uh, so we'll be able to secure our facility better than what we had before. Uh, I'm going to comment because there has been some things in the paper about uh, uh, drugs and whatnot in the jail. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to comment on this. We've got a $200,000 machine, as do other sheriff's agencies. Uh, It does not catch everything. Um, And as long as we have men and women that are willing to put drugs uh, where you can't find it in genitalia and so forth like Mm -hmm. that. Right. It's going to be impossible to wow. try to catch all of it. Uh, there is a Fourth Amendment on search and seizure. You cannot do body search just just because you want to when right. everybody comes in. Uh, we even now are having to go to the point where we go to the hospital to extract, but then we have to get a search warrant from the judge to extract. To extract. Wow. And uh, so that's the problem that we're facing. It's not just us. Uh, I hate it. I hate it. Hate it when it gets in. I hate it when we have a death yeah uh it, it's very concerning to all of us um uh, but it's a very real problem and um with the drugs that are out there to now uh the fentanyl that has come in very deadly drug very cheap drug um it's a problem that we're all facing and it, it, it's nationwide it's not just us mm-hmm. um trust me uh there's a very dedicated jail staff back there that tries their best but i'm, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that we're going to keep 100 percent of it out it's, right. it's impossible mm-hmm um, but uh, we're doing everything we know to do. Right. So, do um, so we address it? Uh, jail death, regardless of how it is or what it is, is concerning to all of us. But uh, we're a segment of society. Uh, if you've got it outside, you've got it inside. Mm-hmm. Um, 
if a person is intent, I don't care what you do, uh, it's going to happen. And I, I hate it when it does. Uh, we put people on suicide watch. It's every 10 minutes. We have to go look. Right. Every 10 minutes. That's very intensive on staff uh-huh. uh, to try to do that. So, uh, I mean, it's out there. I know we've been criticized for it. Uh, and I, I understand people that get right. upset about that. But I did want to comment on that, that uh, it's something we're very much aware of and something that we combat. Well, yeah. thank you for commenting on that. And, you know, people do make choices. so They do. I, you know, it's it's something, like you said, you don't want to see happen. It's going to happen regardless whatever you do. It is. And, of course, you've got people that will say, well, you do this, do that. Mm-hmm. Hey, if you got ideas, we're open to them and, uh, and come and talk to us. And uh, But when we've got machines and we're spending, we're actually now looking for a grant on another machine. Uh, we can only scan with the one we got 13 times because of the x-ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you you got one person, 13 times is all you can scan. That's it. That's it. So you have to keep up with that. If you've got somebody that's a repeat offender, you've got to go back on your records and have they been scanned before. I right. see. So uh, that's that's controlled by state and federal. So, wow. Mm. So um, that's kind well, of the situation we're facing. Let me say this before we go. I know we've got to go get away. Uh, I appreciate your support. I appreciate your vote. I would appreciate you considering me uh, for another term as your sheriff. Uh, I think we've got a good organization, and we've done very much, and I'd like to continue. Thank you, Sheriff. Yes, thank you, Sheriff. We appreciate you and all that you you do for Rutherford County and Murfreesboro, and you're a good guy, too. So Thank you. We appreciate that. Um, Okay, well, I I think we're going to get on out of here. And we thank you all for listening tonight. Thank you again to the Sheriff, and we will be back next week. (laughs) 